Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Double Take Podcast. I know it's been a minute, but, you know, I had to recover. I had to recover from that draft day <laughs> where I was getting fucking hammered and yelling in the in the mic. Whoever listened to that podcast, you deserve a fucking Medal of Honor because I was screaming the whole time. And with me today, my co-host, Marissa. Marissa, how are you doing? I'm sorry I made you wait up and stay up so late, but, you know, it's just life sometimes. I'm sorry about that. No, you're that. fine. No, it's been, it's been, yeah, it's been a minute. It, it's been a minute, but not really. The draft Yeah, it wasn't that so long. Fun. The draft was so fucking fun. That was a great You're just time. happy that it didn't take fucking Matt Jones. I, yeah, I'm so happy that it didn't take, yeah, again, if you, if you watch that, if you listen to that, shout out to you, because I honestly, I couldn't really tell you what the fuck that even was i like watched it the next day because i edited it down a bit but i mean i don't (laughs) know i don't know i don't know what it was i have no idea what the fuck was going on it was entertaining but i was just yelling the whole time people were coming in and on my living room people who don't even live here just came in like oh it's my fucking neighbor you stopped by to say hi why not during draft night who gives a fuck absolutely lit that night dude we i was fucking gonzo i was gonzo alonzo I was, but I was drinking for a happy reason. We're right. Break yeah, down. we're both celebrating. We're going to break down the draft, both for the 49ers and the Los Angeles Chargers. I hate saying Los Angeles Chargers. I just like calling them the San Diego Chargers. That's what, that's what they'll be the forever. They're not. Let's stop pretending. The yeah. Southern California Chargers had a <laughs> absolutely great, like, I cannot tell you. This is like Telesco. His late round picks always give me like a like a scratch on my head, but he's really good in the early rounds. And this draft, I don't even want to say he was good. He just he called everyone's bluff, right? Because mm-hmm. I was saying we got to either move up and get Penesul or trade back. But that caveat was that I knew Rashawn Slater was going to be taken in the yeah. first like ten picks. Like there's no way because I said okay, the Giants need a tackle. Dallas might take a tackle. And the only reason I thought he might fall is if, you know, the Bengals bangle. And by the way, guys, I've been calling it for weeks. The Bengals bangled and got fucking <laughs> Jamar Chase instead of fucking Panay Sewell. I mean, they already have a left tackle, but now they have a left tackle and then Panay Sewell on the right tackle. Burrow's fucking chilling. But anyway, so I knew that, you know, if they didn't take – Rashawn Slater that there was a chance but it was always a small chance because so many teams needed tackles I thought okay they just got the Carolina Panthers they just got Sam Donald they they like he he just he was traumatized in New York you're thinking they're either they're gonna get him a, a left tackle right especially yeah. for Sean Slater's there exactly but no but no they they go they double up on corner and then I was shitting my pants because I was like okay both the corners are taken both the tackles would be taken, and now the Chargers are going to be left empty-handed. This was my thought process watching the draft because I saw Sertan and J.C. Horn go back-to-back because it was Denver got Sertan. Then Carolina, I knew they could possibly go corner, but in my mocks, I was always thinking, I'm doing this because I'm a Chargers fan. Whenever I mocked J.C. Horn to the Panthers, I was like, this is because I'm a Chargers fan. This, this, this is the optimist in me, hoping Rashawn Slater falls, right? Right. So then I had, you know, so then then JC Horn goes to the Panthers, right? So top two corners off the board and Penny Sewell's off the board. So I'm thinking there's no way now because the Giants need a tackle and they aren't good at receiver. I was thinking maybe they might get a, like a, either a linebacker or a corner. And then fucking the first trade happens. 
Dallas trades in division, by the way, which I thought was trippy. And I then really the Eagles that happened. The Eagles get Devonta Smith because both the top corners would have gone. All yeah. right. And then the Giants pick, and I am shitting my pants. I'm like, they're gonna take a freaking they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna take Rashawn Slater. They're gonna take a tackle. And then to everyone who's in the Chicago Bears organization, any Chicago Bear fans, I love you so much because you traded with the Giants, and they didn't have to trade that much. They only traded a first round and I think a third and a fourth to get a franchise quarterback. That's one one first round I think is pretty good for a franchise quarterback. The Bears trade up, and I think they got the steal of the draft with Justin Fields. The fact he fell to a – he should have been the number two quarterback taken off the board. And they trade up and get Justin Fields, and then suddenly I'm looking at my lips. I'm like, ooh, Dallas said defense. They've been saying defense. <laughs> but even then, I was still like, fuck, if they take – if they take, um, they could still take Rashawn Slater, best available right. player, right? And then I'm sitting on the edge of my seat, and as soon as they called Mika Parsons, I knew we got him, boys. I was like – the great thing about that pick was I had no doubt they were going to pick Rashawn Slater. Like, that was the pick there. Right. The pick. The, both the corners were gone. Mika Parsons. The, there's no other pick there. Who the fuck are you going to take? You're going to take Greg Newsom. Get the fuck out of here. There was no <laughs> one else. And so that, that was the first round, right? The second round. I had mocked so many times the Chargers taking, like, an Elijah Bear Tucker or Christian Derrissaw. But then I had us trading up in the second round to go get a premier corner. You know who the corner was? I always insisted we trade up for Asante Samuel Jr. I thought we'd have to trade up because we were fairly far back in the second round. You know, uh, we were, let's see, 33rd pick, right? 33rd is the beginning of the second round. 14 yeah. picks away. There's no way. There's so many cornerback needy teams. I thought he'd right. be gone potentially at the end of the first round, right? Me too. I was wrong. And again, I'm going to say fuck the Packers later once Rodgers comes to Denver, but I'm going to say thank you Packers now for taking the worst <laughs> of the Georgia corners and getting Eric Stokes at the end of that round. And again, disrespecting Rodgers. And here's the other thing too. I think the Jets might have taken a, a fly on a corner if if he was there, but Elijah Moore was there because I thought, I thought the fucking pick for the um, Packers was to get Elijah Moore. Because they had all this conflict with Aaron Rodgers. I'm thinking, dude, get Elijah Moore. Get him a good number two receiver. But right. then the Packers Packard. And then the Chargers, he fell into their lap. He literally fell into their lap. The Chargers got two starting players, two studs, into their lap. And I'm saying studs because they are. Asante right. Samuel might not be like the biggest guy, but man, he's physical at the line. I like his skill sets. Now, the Chargers got a little dicey later on. They got a little dicey later on. I'm going to pull up their late round picks. I don't know who they picked, like six and seven. Um, Josh Palmer was their next pick, by the way. And, okay, I will agree with everybody. He was a reach at round three. He wasn't a reach because he wasn't a third-round talent. He was a reach simply because you could have got him in the fourth or fifth round. Josh Palmer's best highlights are against the corner who just went, what, eighth, eighth or ninth? Patrick Sertan against Caleb Farley. His best highlights were against two first-round cornerbacks. That is why I believe he was picked so high. I mean, you're talking about a guy, if he had a better quarterback, might have been a first or even early second-round talent. Tennessee's quarterback situation is a mess. 
I watch those highlights. People are saying he's he's a Mike Williams insurance. I don't think so. I think Josh Palmer, I look at him, him play. He's not a burner. I think he ran like a 4 5 one, 40. Mm-hmm. He is not a burner. Okay. What he is, he's a big guy. And the way he makes plays on the ball are just insane, right? The, these quarterbacks really just throwing it. It's like every 50-50 ball he came down with. The man is just an, an, an absurd route runner, and he just finds ways to jump over you. His his verticality, he's like if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen had a baby, right? He has that, <laughs> that go up and get the ball of Mike Williams, but he has the route running abilities of Keenan Allen. So just imagine you got two Keenan Allens on the field. The Chargers are going to convert every fucking third down. So, like, I'm telling you, Josh Palmer was a great – now, I think we could have gotten him in the fourth round. But, guys, I think Staley knocked out the first three picks out of the park. Now we get to the tight end. I'm glad we got a tight end. I just don't love the Trey McKissick pick. I think that's his name, Trey McKissick from – we got to show a lot of fucking Georgia players, by the way. Um, McKitty, Trey McKitty. What the fuck was I saying? Um, McKitty, don't get me wrong. I like the pick because he's a good blocking tight end, right? Like our line is going to be fucking solid now. You get Rashawn Slater. You got uh, you got McKissick now who can definitely come in like a support role. I, I think our running game is going to even be even better because of him. I think he improves the running game and he improves your O-line for sure. I like him for that aspect. But in terms of like a raw like pass catching talent, I don't really see it. I think there were better tight ends on the board. I think the Chargers are definitely Marissa gonna have to come back next year. Um, if if Parham doesn't like step up as like that that pass catching tight end, I think they might have to re-sign Jared Cook next year potentially. Because I think the Chargers still I think there's a question mark at the tight end position. But the way Herbert plays, he doesn't really need that safety net tight end. Because you have a safety net receiver like Keenan Allen who can go, you know, run those insane routes. And you have the deep bomb threats. I think this offense is going to be uh, – Justin Herbert isn't a Tua. He's not a young quarterback that's kind of struggling, still trying to find he's, – he's already a top 10 quarterback. He doesn't need an elite tight end. Um, he already has Jared Cook, but I, I'm not a huge fan of this pick. I would give this pick like a C-. minus. I'm just not a huge fan of this pick. Um, I think McKissick was a was a wasn't a reach. Sorry, McKissick McKitty. I don't think it was a reach, but I just I I don't think he has the skill set you want. You already have fucking Parham's already big. You already have Jared Cook, who, who I think can block as well. But uh, it's an ant pick for me. But the next pick we got Chris Rumpf. Let's talk about this guy from fucking Duke. He's listed as a linebacker. Plays more like an edge. This kid is fast as fuck off the ball. Like, I watched his highlight. Everyone else looks like they're moving in slow motion. My only concern is the weight thing. And you know what? People say, wait, wait, wait. But you can always bulk up. Eat some fucking cliff Bars. Hit that gym, boy. But the yeah. fact that you have such speed on the end. And I, I actually like this for Brandon Staley's defense because you, you already know Bosa is going to be that threat. But now you pair him up with like a Nuosu. You maybe a Fackrell Blitz. I think you can really disguise Blitzes now because now I think you got four very viable pass rushers. You have Fackrell, you got Nuosu, and now you got the kid from Duke, Rumpf. I think you have a very solid rotation of pass rushers on the other side of Bosa. Now, my only thing is how are they going to develop? But as a fourth-round pick, I love the pick. 
I love watching. Again, I didn't know most of these late round guys, but after watching Rump, I'm yeah. like, this dude is taking the heads off guys, and he's fast. Like he's bolting off the ball, um, which I I personally like. Also, big bro, big boy. Uh, next, we got Brendan James from Nebraska, who's a tackle. Probably gonna slot him in. Probably gonna uh, compete with uh, Odea Bushu. I like this guy. Um, he's big. He, he he's from Nebraska. I I don't know. I always like tackles or guards or linemen from like Southern schools, like, like them corn raised boys. That's what I like. <laughs> I like big motherfuckers. And listen, Odea, this line is fucking just. Down the board, tremendous. You have Bulaga at right tackle, who, who's a pro bowler when he's healthy. You have Court Lindsley, who's an all-pro center. You have Rashawn Slater, who I think will be all-pro this fucking year. Yes, you heard me. He'll be all-pro this year. You got Matt Filer, who's a solid starter. Now, the only real weakness you have is that right guard. And I like Odeo Bushi, but he, he's a fringe starter. Now you add depth to the fucking guard position. And the thing I like the Chargers did this offseason with the offensive line is they got versatile players. They got players that could play around because Lord knows the Chargers, they get injuries. They they are getting injuries more fucking Deshaun Watson's getting lawsuits this year. They they uh, that was kind of a want 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 moment. Um <laughs> I'm trying to think of a clever NFL metaphor. Um <laughs> But the Chargers are very injury prone, especially when it comes to the line, man. So, um, I I really I really do like this pick because it's a depth piece, and you he might start a guard. Who knows? Maybe the kid can play. I I like it. And say like I don't know, Bulaga goes down, which he might might well. One of these linemen is going to go down. Bulaga goes down. Yeah. You can slot this guy in at tackle. Maybe you move you know Slater over to right tackle. I I love the versatility of this offensive line. Also, I'm sorry about the, the – the, it was a little tasteless. I'm not going to lie. It was a little tasteless. That little Deshaun Watson bit was tasteless. It was. It was a little tasteless, okay? I don't want to make light of a horrible situation, um, but I'm just saying. It, I'm just trying to point out it happens frequently. Um, <laughs> next, I like this kid, Nick Neiman from Iowa, just because – okay, these last two, three picks – um, I liked Neiman because he's a special teams guy. Um, that's just okay. kind of what I read up on him. We need special teams help. Um, we got a corner from uh the Bucks, who's a really good special teams guy this year. Um, I like that we're putting a fucking emphasis on special teams. And we got the special teams coordinator from Arizona, I believe. I gotta look him up. Um George Stewart from I think it was from Arizona. I think he that's where he was last time. Um he wait, uh, yeah, no, sorry, um, wait, sorry, Darius Swinton the second. My bad, I, I, Google, Darius. are you on anything in particular? Do you want to share your screen, or are you just looking? Uh, no, I'm just Googling right now. Oh, yeah, okay. I love this guy. Um, yeah, he was with the Cardinals last. Um, so, yeah, we brought in a fucking special team, a young special team stud. Um, so, I think our, by the way, that has lost us so many fucking games. Our, the Chargers special team has really dropped the ball. That's what I love. For fucking years, the fans have been complaining. Address the O line and address the special teams. The Chargers are great when it comes to skill positions and acquiring blue chip players. The Chargers are always good. Quarterback, we always got it covered. 
Special teams and O-line lose us so many fucking games. So that's why I have so much hope and optimism. That's why I like this draft. We got great depth pieces, and we got some good special teams guys. Um, next, I don't think this guy is going to be a starting running back for us. He didn't really, you know, I looked at his film, not really popping. Larry Roundtree, the third from Missouri. Again, also another special teams guy. This the the seventh rounder we got Mark Webb, a safety from Georgia, who's probably going to play corner. We really got it for a steal. He was projected to go as high as the fifth round. So I think the Chargers again got to kind of steal a late round. I think that's like out of all the late round guys I could start. Um, because I'm looking right up, and I think our first four, I think our first four picks could easily be starters. I think Rashawn Slater definitely day one. Asante Samuel is going to be a starter. Josh Palmer is going to surprise some people. Uh, McKitty, I think, is more of a backup right now. Chris Rump will be a starter. I believe the dude's just so fucking fast. I just he bulks up. He might be, he might take a few years to be like you know Pro Bowl level or like even like a blue chip player, but he's he's gonna be good. I think he's I, I like the tape I see. Um, and then yeah, everyone else is kind of special teams depth. I think out of all the late round picks, I think Mark Webb could potentially be that pick. He could. T- I think Desmond King was drafted in the seventh round. You could have a Desmond King level player. I think in Webb. I I mean, he's from Georgia. He's from that great defense. He played safety. And again, I love the versatility. You know, James goes down. Uh, Nasir Adderley goes down. You have you know a little bit more depth. So I like Webb. I thought I thought he was kind of our late round steal. Um, so overall. I'd give the Chargers an A minus. I didn't like the the McKitty pick, and I didn't like the running back from Missouri. But other than that, I can see where they went. They got lucky, and I think Josh Palmer, not a guy I would have targeted in the third round, but goddamn, was he was he catching? He just made Sertan and Caleb Farley look silly, and tight coverage was able to catch the ball. That's what I love. That's crazy. All right, Marissa. We can switch right. to the Niners review. How'd the Niners do? Give me all their picks. I know they got tr- Trigger Trey, Trey area in the first <laughs> yeah, round. Area. I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna share my I'm gonna share my screen because some of these names are fucking rough. I know. <laughs> Jesus. Also, why is it that every fucking uh like football name is always like the fucking sixth? <laughs> like the fucking seventh. Like they're always tenth in line. All right. Are you seeing, can you oh, see you mean screen? like like how come like the later the round the worse the name? No, just like how it's always like John Smith the seventh, like Chase Howard the third. <laughs> well, that's because if your dad plays the NFL, he knows what it takes, and he probably will instill in you what it takes to to be in the NFL. Guess, but Jesus, let's calm it down. Anyways, what's with the diamonds? Um, wait, wait, what the fuck is with the diamonds? I'm not like a fan a, of these diamonds. Like, like, like gold, like gold rush, like the gold rush. Yeah, but that's fucking gold. These are diamonds, Marissa. I mean, <laughs> you said diamonds. Yeah, like the gold rush. Like, what the fuck? These are diamonds. I get it. They're trying to find I, gems I, in the I draft. Have a sleep. I'm fucking half asleep. Maybe that, yeah. Maybe that's what the. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. I don't fucking know. Okay, let's go. Also, okay, obviously. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. But before yeah. you go, I'm sorry. I've, I've, I, I'm gonna let you run with it. Yeah. My girlfriend has been gone like 20 minutes. My drink, my beverage is still not here. <laughs> She's Forget losing wifey points. Anyway, <laughs> go to the draft. <laughs> All right. Okay, so obviously we fucking know Trey Lance. This is clearly the highlight of the fucking draft. Let's not even fuck around. Um, 
Yeah, just the fucking relief when it wasn't fucking Mac Jones. And here's the thing, though. So I am of the belief now that the pick was always Lance. I don't even think it was Fields at any point. Even though we all know I fucking love Fields, that's not even a thing. I well, the way that it the way that it's painted to me now is that uh, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch were always on the same page about Lance. From what I from what I now understand, um, mm. Kyle Shanahan Kyle Shanahan literally was like, I don't know who started the Mac Jones shit. It wasn't us, but I wasn't about to shut it down either. Because why the fuck would you? Um, so that's understandable. They, I mean, I don't know. At this point, it's just whether or not you fucking believe them. But they, uh, Shanahan was literally like, yeah, I was at my fucking beach house in Cabo for like a month just watching fucking tape. Like, fuck, fucking relax. Anyways, so he, <laughs> he the, the, story, the story that is being told is that he uh, hit up John Lynch in, like, January, like, called him up and was like, hey, like, what are your thoughts on Trey Lance? And then, obviously, like, in March, traded up. Anyway, so who knows? But I, I obviously, I like the pick. I'm glad, it, I'm glad it's not fucking Jones. And, yeah, I mean, Justin Fields and Lance were kind of like, uh, you know, they were right there for me. Um, Fields is probably, like, 1A to me. Lance was like one mm. B, but I I still I mean fucking shout out to the fucking Bears though. What a fucking what a move. What a move. Um, and and by yeah. the way, I I still hold I I think for Fields, I think Chicago's a better landing spot for him in that I think he fits well with the Bears because they need they need a more mobile quarterback. They need a guy who can make plays. Say what you want about Trubisky. They had a winning record with Trubisky, and he was mobile. He could yeah. throw the ball. He just would, you know, turn the ball over in, you know, not great situations. And he wasn't, like, he didn't have that special. Uh, with Trey Lance, it's perfect because I think he can learn behind Jimmy G, you know, until in September. <laughs> and um, this <laughs> offense is very – it's run heavy. It's a run heavy offense. So Right, right. He doesn't necessarily – like, he doesn't have to make the crazy plays. And that, that's why people were arguing for Mac Jones. It's like this offense is so good, you don't need to make the right. pick. You just need to be a distributor. But that's yeah. not how you win in the fucking NFL. Brady, exactly. who isn't that mobile, is not a distributor. That dude fucking is he's the GOAT. You know, he, he makes plays happen. Now, he might not do it outside the pocket as much, but that's where the NFL is. If you want to win, you got to have a quarterback that can make plays. You need a guy with a high ceiling. And if I'm being honest, Trey Lance, I mean – I don't want to say he can't be great this year, but man, you get you give him a few years in the system, the team he has around him, yeah. this is gonna be a fucking scary football team. This this is this is this is the team that will probably I mean, once think about it, a few years, Brady's gone, right? Breeze is gone. You got Trey Lance and that fucking defense. Good luck, NFC. Yeah. And Trey Lance is just turning 21, like next week, or he just turned 21. Can't even trade it. That's sad. Yeah, I can't even continue to get to <laughs> legally celebrate. Um, all right. Now we have Aaron fucking Banks. What big boy. Notes on this guy? Yeah, big BOI. Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, I believe he was the one. A lot of people thought that, uh, you know, it was maybe a reach again in this round. I think a lot of people had him going in the third. Um, I think he's I think he's a pretty solid pick. I truthfully, I don't know a ton 
about these guys. I'm just kind of now reading. I haven't seen a ton of these guys. Um, so I'm just kind of fucking taking their word for it. But <laughs> yeah, he looks like a big guy. Looks like he can get the job done. I mean, fuck, my God. Yeah, and then he fucking uh, joins Mike McGinnis. Mike fuck mike mcglinchy here jesus christ so that's kind of fun notre dame makes great linemen i, I just it, it, i don't exactly. know why they, they're that's great why at the o-line like... so i kind of see it okay they got a running back in the third interesting interesting Is okay now here's right so here's the interesting thing we moved now... off Brita off season Brita's with um who's Brita with <sighs> i can't remember the... but Brita got traded that's all or he left he got signed by a different team so the Niners actually ended up drafting two different running backs. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is like, I mean, the first time it's happened in fucking years. And also now, you know, it's obviously raising questions like, you know, what, like, what you guys need say? a good running back. You guys are such a run centric. Like I said, now with Trey Lance, it's similar to like how Josh Allen, like the Bills running game is just Josh Allen. Oh, by the way, I Googled it. Matt Breida went to the Bills. Josh Allen is the Bills running game. Like, they needed a good back. Now, Breida isn't a fucking power back. He's a a finesse back. But that's what I'm saying. I think Trey Lance could potentially – it could be very similar to Josh Allen style where he's – you know, you have a lot of quarterback. You have a lot of RPOs, quarterback designed runs. But you guys still have Raheem Mostert who's a fucking burner. But, yeah, I think you guys need like a power back. And this dude, just by his – bicep veins i can tell he looks fucking powerful <laughs> I mean, yeah i'm fucking scared of this guy well yeah so now that's kind of what people are saying you know like is is uh most on the fucking trading block and i don't, I don't think ne- so i don't think so either i mean because again you don't know how these guys are gonna fucking develop though we still don't know and you know so i don't i i can see why that would come into question but i don't i don't see that all right moving on Avery Thomas. Now, from what I saw, people are kind of skeptical about this pick. Um, I, from what I understand, the potential's there. I, I, I was just kind of reading around, kind of mixed reviews on him. Um, okay. You know, but I guess I guess we'll see. There's potential there. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, you know, once you get past like fucking yeah, second it's hard. round, I get lost. I don't know who the fuck because we don't we, we're, we're not professional analysts <laughs> watching fucking North Dakota State games on a fucking right. Thursday. Like, who gives a fuck? Right. Jalen Moore was, if you, I guess you could call him. Well, I from the few uh, that I saw, a lot of people had him going in the third round. So the fact that they got him in the fifth pretty interesting was the steal okay yeah got a little little value in the fifth round yeah you know doing doing some cool shit i'm glad you guys are adding depth to your line because like i said learning from the chargers that's the right that's the main thing is like that's that's the biggest takeaway for me is you know we're building fucking depth and i at this point yeah i mean that's all you can really fucking do i don't remember how to say this fucking guy's name I saw Dio, it earlier. Diamor Lenor. He sounds. He sounds like he's French. <laughs> yes, Lenor. Lee oh, Noir. Lenoir. He's like, Domador hey, baby. Lenor. Uh, wait, Domador Lenor. Lenor. I don't fucking know. 
That's just a okay. smooth name. He probably goes to like the ladies, like, "Hey, baby, I'm on the football team. My <laughs> name's Diamore Lenoir," and they're like, "Oh my uh, god, are you French?" I'm like, "No, nah, baby, I'm just a great ball player." Sorry, keep going. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, this is another one. Um, a lot of, I mean, a lot of people, him and uh, fucking Thomas, where was he at? Yeah, up here. You know, a lot of people thought the. Niners should have taken a corner sooner. I mean, they fucking did what they could. At this point, you know, you're kind of already pushing it with Thomas. And then to go down here again and get uh, your French boy of the world, you know, <laughs> we'll fucking see what happens. I don't know. I, quick, it just quick, kind quick of question. Sets, yeah. How, how, how is the Niner quarter? Cor- yeah, I can't speak today. Uh, how is the Niner cornerback room looking? Because I know you guys are probably going to lose Sherman to the Chargers. Fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> he was hurt last year, so it's okay. He's yeah. an old. You can we can take him. Um, finally, my beverage is here. Thank you, my dear. Um, how? Give me guys a starting cornerbacks. I just don't know the the secondary very well. How, how would you rate your guys' secondary, honestly? You know, see, this is where I feel like it's good that we get depth, though. And I think this was part of the problem, which also, side note, uh, the article came out this morning. Richard Sherman says he would be very open to a reunion with the 49ers, even though he just left five minutes ago. So no, it's very fun. No, he wants to play for Staley. <laughs> I wish fucking love that. Chart. You know, that was, I think that was the biggest thing, though, that a lot of people wanted to address was let's get a fucking corner. And here we are down in round fucking five, uh, slim fucking pickings. So, I mean, uh, we'll fucking see. Okay, this guy, I don't know how to say his fucking name, but I know this guy. Something like that. I know this guy's good. I've heard, I've heard this guy's good. I've heard this guy's a fucking beast. Um, I'm trying to read that. Yeah, he was a uh, Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. Oh when shit! Was, okay. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, this guy. This guy's. He was America cool. AP All American First Team. Jesus, yeah. how the fuck did he go in the fifth round? <laughs> Don't. Know. Oh, you know what? I'm pretty sure. Hold on. I think this was the guy that fell because he. Or maybe yeah, he broke his fucking clavicle. So uh, that's, that's why fine. he fucking fell. That's you can recover from a clavicle. Yeah, he's recovered. That doesn't happen every day. Knock on. You know, so I think that's the main reason why I felt. But yeah, this guy's fucking. I, I'm really excited about this guy, Elijah oh, I Mitchell. Love this dude. I love this dude's fit. This guy. Those are sick uniforms, man. My fucking yeah. god, look at those uniforms. Yeah. Some drip. He already looks like a niner. <laughs> yeah, you know, this was the other running back. Um, you know, we'll just see what the fuck happens. I don't. I don't know. We're building depth all the way around. Literally, I thought I just heard two cats fighting outside. Anyways, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, but that's the that's the fucking Niners draft. I mean, it was pretty solid. I, I mean, outside of fucking Trey Lance, it kind of all goes to shit because everybody's just excited about Lance. Well, you guys just need depth. You guys already have a super yeah. fucking caliber roster. It's like the Bucks. Right. Like, what the fuck do the Buccaneers need? They don't. They don't yeah. really need shit. Um. Yeah. By the way, I saw this funny fucking meme. Where it was uh, uh, Tom Brady in 2040 congratulating his oh, uh, career backup and friend Kyle Trask on retirement. It's an old fucking Kyle Trask. And Tom Brady looks <laughs> the same fucking age. <laughs> uh, I mean, what if Tom, Bra- Tom Brady's going to play into his 50s? He's going to win I like just... nine fucking Super Bowls and be like, I'm going to go for that 10th <laughs> one. <laughs> He's going to be in a fucking wheelchair throwing the ball. 
You know, whatever keeps him away from his son longer, my God. <laughs> Save that poor child. Hey, hopefully he'll be old enough, like where he'll be too big to kiss. He'll be like or, or he'll be Move like thirty out. and still Move making his He'll be making out with his dad in his thirties. Oh, uh, oh fuck, man. Uh, poor Brady. Poor poor Brady. Actually, I can't say poor Brady. The man's got fucking seven yeah. Super Bowl rings. He's poor, big chilling. Poor little Brady Jr. Whatever his son's name is. Okay, so what would you rate the the draft? Uh, give 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 him the, give him a grade. I gave the Chargers an A minus. What would you give the 49ers draft grade? Um, you know what? I'm just gonna give him a fucking A. Cause, dude, we got oh, trade fucking oh. Lance. Are you shitting me? Are you had you to trade a lot, though. You had to trade a lot to get Trey away, dude, though. I'm just saying. I, you know, and you know, and that's fine. I'm fine with it. I'm because <laughs> see now this is like, uh, I just saw people on Twitter like predicting like, oh, now what are like 49ers fans going to argue about until the season starts? And like the two arguments will be one, uh, was Trey Lance worth all of that? Now, like looking back, was he worth giving up all that to get him at three? And then two. Is he going to start uh, week one, which I don't know. Nah, he ain't starting week one. No, now, Justin Fields, he's starting week one. Come on, buddy. Come yeah. on. I like Andy Dalton, but come on, bro. You got Justin <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> By the way, um, I was listening. Uh, we, can, we can go off the draft review because there, there's, there's a few. There's a little bit of NFL news I want to get into. Okay, let's go NFL news. Here, can I? I'm gonna I'm gonna do an intro to the news. Ready? Boom, 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 boom. It's the NFL news double take podcast. I don't know what that was. That was hot. That was hot. That was fire. That was bar. You can see my girlfriend just in the corner of a fucking camera. You can just see judgment in her eyes right now for for those of you listening my girlfriend has gotten to frame and she just looks like she's so done with my shit right now she is done she's done with it man she it's okay it's okay though sorry i got justin me, herbert i'm gonna sleep me, in and Haley, me and Haley are gonna go on a girl's trip to miami no, you're not going on a girls' trip. Yeah, to Miami. we're going on girls' Fuck trip that. to Miami. Tell I know what happens now. on girls' trips to I, Miami. I know what happens. We're going on a girls' trip to Miami. It's happening. I know. I know what females say. If it's in the water, it ain't cheating. So I don't. I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, I I know how they get down there and fucking. We're going in, to. In, we're going to South Beach. In South. I know they get down yeah. in South Beach. <laughs> Marissa does not have a drink, babe. Okay, I want to cheers with her. Oh, she is looking good though. Oh, she's got a, she got like water. a nineties look going. That's kind of cute. She got like big gold water. earrings. She's cheersing with the water. She's got a nineties look going, kind of like a like a home improvement sweater. Tell her we'll cheers. Cute. Tell her we'll cheers in uh, Miami at she a swim up bar in Miami. She said we're gonna cheers <laughs> at a swim up bar in Miami. Like just us. Oh, stop it. <laughs> This was this was NFL news and they got fucking hijacked by you two ladies. Marissa, I can tell you're gonna pretend not to see some shit if you take her to Miami. I know, I know those fucking. Listen, yeah, it's Cinco de Mayo. I know my people. They're gonna get her. They're gonna get her. And especially in fucking goddamn Miami, man. 
they smell blood in the water. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> anyway, I want to get to NFL news because there were two big things that happened. I'll get to the lighter shit because I feel like I want to talk longer about about Aaron Rodgers, about A Rod. Which can we stop calling him fucking A Rod? That's Alex Rodriguez. It. it will never be anything. It's it's fucking Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's fucking Mister Discount Double Check. That's his nickname from now on. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's the only way I know it. <laughs> To all our Christian viewers, to all the Jesus lovers who go to church and miss the early games, to all those devoted to our Lord and Savior, Jebus Christ, your wholesome NFL disciple, your prophet may be returning to the NFL. Urban Meyer earlier this week gave the meme of the early 2010s. The man who beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in a wild card game in overtime. The man who literally was the celebrity in the NFL when he played in that short two-year span. The man who preceded fucking Peyton Manning, who I really wish stayed in the division because then the Chargers got their ass kicked by Peyton Manning for the next couple fucking years. Timothy Tebow has tried out with the Jacksonville Jaguars Mm -hmm. as a tight end. Mm -hmm. He's like 36 years old. Couldn't make it in baseball. But now he's coming back as a – now he's he's a thick boy. Yeah, we didn't even talk about this last week. It it isn't – no, I think it just broke. Well, here's the thing. They could run a lot of cool plays. They could run a cool plays. They could fucking do like a fake, you know. They could throw the ball Mm -hmm. and they could throw the ball. But here's the thing. What if Trevor Lawrence is washed? What if Trevor Lawrence is just fucking terrible? <laughs> Tim Tebow? I'm just saying. <laughs> Tim Tebow. Bring it. I want to see Tim Tebow behind center at least one. You got to do it one fucking play a game. Like, just for the meme of it. Put Tebow behind center. And then <laughs> every time someone – can we bring back Tebowing? Can we bring it back with the fucking hand on the <laughs> What if Tebow comes back as an atheist and he's like a fucking top five tight end? <laughs> Jesus. I will have Tim Tebow on my fantasy team. He'll be a bench spot for the first couple of weeks. Do I really need to like actually get a <laughs> Yes, Tebow is making a comeback, baby. <laughs> Do you remember when Tim Tebow was in the league? My God, he dominated. He was yeah. like every... – not like on the field, but like he just dominated like media and just everything. Like, yeah. It was Tebow mania was a fucking thing. Like Tim Tebow is just a less athletic version. Uh, sorry, I don't say athletic. A less talented version of Lamar Jackson. Whereas Lamar Jackson is just fucking Michael Vick on steroids who can throw the ball a little better. Tim Tebow was just straight up like he's just going to run. He's a running back who throws like maybe fucking nine, ten times a game. But the fact Tebow is coming back to play for the Jacksonville Jaguars is insane. Should they give Tebow a spot on this fucking roster, Marissa? Is he worth it? Or should other teams give him a look? I think this is a fucking joke. (laughs) Man, stay at home. Stay at home. Fucking go enjoy an adult softball league. My God. Just hang out. You're fine. We don't need to be doing all this. It would be fucking hilarious. Because you know he tried out for baseball. He made yeah. it to the double A, but he couldn't yeah. do well in the triple A. The San Francisco Giants have signed Tim <laughs> Tebow. 
two biggest Bay Area sightings. Two oh my God damn! Can you imagine? What what if what if Tebow like is a top? Like what if just accidentally? Let's hypothetical, right? Let's say, right? Let's just fucking say he joins the team, right? As ridiculous as that sounds. Okay. Let's say the first week, like he gets like a quick five yard touchdown catch. And then, like, later in the game, like, he does, like, some kind of, like, run around fake and throws a touchdown. Okay. What if Tebow's, like, a top fucking five fantasy tight end in week one? <laughs> Are people going to be trading for fucking Tim Tebow yeah. in fantasy? <laughs> they might. That's how the, some fantasy players just see a name like, oh, fucking Zeke, first pick for me. Like, right, oh, right, Patrick right. Mahomes, first pick for me. He's like, Tim Tebow's back? Fuck Yeah. The dude hasn't played since, like, what, 2014 or some crazy? He hasn't played in, like, half a fucking decade. (laughs) Justin Herbert's balls hadn't dropped since fucking Tim Tebow played. My God. The fact that I heard his name blew my mind. The fact that I heard his name blew my mind. Exactly. What an absolute joke. What if he just did a mentor, uh, Trevor Lawrence? (laughs) You know? The mentor, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow become they're like oh people are saying oh he's gonna be a gadget guy like Taysom Hill I'm like don't disrespect Taysom Hill like that look at Taysom Hill he's yoked he's athletic he can win some fucking games you can't you can't win shit with Tebow <laughs> you win the best meme by the way you know the Texans they're gonna give him a call like hey Tim listen the, the ship's burning down can you can you come captain this shit the Texans should a thousand percent sign Tim Tebow. Let's go. He needs to just go. He needs to just go to TED Talks. He needs to go. The NFL he needs to go with Jesus. What if he is? What if Tim Tebow is Jesus? What if he's, he's the second coming? All Jacksonville Jaguar fans automatically go to heaven because they gave him a shot. I heard fucking Skip. By the way, this is why I love watching the media. Skip Bayless, I love him, but sometimes he has the dumbest fucking takes, bro. Oh, That's why I love Shannon more. Shannon's always like level-headed. Like he has wrong takes, but they're never ridiculous. Skip yeah. has the most ridiculous fucking take. He's like, Tim Tebow will help your team. <laughs> How? He can't even fucking make the team. Did he actually he can't make the fucking like practice one? Yes. He said he will help the team. He said, "Oh my god, a tight end he has not a, a tight end a position he hasn't played since fucking high school. Tight end, right? He's gonna be a top. He's gonna be better than Kittle. Week two, better than Kittle. That's what you're gonna write. <laughs> the Chargers need a tight end. Nope, we're not getting fucking Tebow. <laughs> yeah, what a fucking uh, joke. God damn, bro, Tebow. And and you know what? I feel like." Can you imagine they play the Buccaneers? The memes. Like Tim Tebow shaking hands with Brady. It's like, <laughs> here we have the greatest quarterback of a generation, a true stallion. And then to the left is Tom Brady. <laughs> this wasn't news. This was a fucking – this is – we just needed to laugh. That's yeah. what this was. Urban it's Urban did it for the, the meme, NFL. bro. Face of the NFL, absolute goat, and Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Urban did it for the meme. Let's be real. He did it for the meme. Come on, Urban. Urban just trying to show he's hip with the kids by doing it for right. the meme. Okay. That was the fir- that was the that was the first piece of it. I just thought it'd be funny if we talked about fucking Tim Tebow. Okay. This news 
scares me to my fucking core. Aaron Rodgers may be headed to the fucking Denver Broncos, which tear. Where is this guy? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Marissa, what are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers leaving the organization? First off, let's let's talk about like the situation, okay? So what happened yeah. is what happened was Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers is fed up with this organization. They disrespected him by taking Jordan Love and not even telling him. Mm-hmm. By the way, by the way, the Bears told Andy Dalton that they were taking Justin Fields, which they didn't have to. Andy Dalton knew right. who he was. Andy Dalton knew he was a one night stand. This ain't the girl he's taking home. This is the, you ain't the wife, bro. You ain't right. the wife. But so they called Andy Dalton. The Bears called Andy fucking Dalton. Aaron Rodgers just won MVP. Aaron Rodgers, who has been an absolute fucking animal, who has made that team what it is for the last fucking decade plus, did not get a call like, hey, we're taking Jordan Love. Didn't even get the courtesy. And then year after year, they drafted defense in the first round. They have not gotten, gotten him a number two receiver. Now, to be honest, Green Bay doesn't usually have a terrible defense, but they never have a great defense. And they spend most of their def- – nine of their ten last picks in the first round have been defensive. They haven't gotten them a solid number two receiver, which could have helped them beat fucking Tampa Bay. They're literally one skill player away from Tampa Bay. They couldn't get J.J. Watt. They haven't traded for OBJ. They couldn't get Kenny G. They have not been able to get him any kind of good you know, talent. I mean, he has talent around him. Granted, Devontae Adams is a is a fucking beast. He's a number, I'd say, top three receiver. And they got Aaron Jones as a top five back. But they just cannot get him that extra up. They're not invested in him. That's my takeaway with the Packers, right? Yeah. They put good pieces around Aaron, right? His O-lines have always been great. That's why the Chargers keep fucking getting Packer <laughs> offensive linemen because they develop offensive linemen great, right? So was, he's always had good O-line. His defenses have never been great, but they've, they've been decent. They've been all right. And he's had decent weapons, right? But you can tell the Packers have never, like, said YOLO and gotten him that receiver. Get, like, pushed, really gone crazy on the cap. The Bucks don't give a fuck. The Bucks are in Florida. They're doing basalts. They're like, fuck it, move the contract to 20. By 20, like I said, by 2030, they won't have enough money to sign Mitch Trubisky, okay? They're going to be playing with all practice squad guys. But you know what they'll have? Like, two or three fucking Super Bowls. They'll have multiple championships. Meanwhile, the Packers got one championship with Aaron Rodgers. How? They've been to the NFC Championship game multiple times. And multiple times, Aaron Rodgers hasn't been able to fucking win those games because he hasn't had the firepower. He hasn't had an elite number. You need multiple receivers. Justin Herbert, as much as I love him, as much as I think he will play to an MVP level, uh, you know, kind of level. He needs good fucking weapons, right? He will not win the Super Bowl with just Keenan Allen. He needs a right. Mike Williams. He needs a good number two. Patrick Mahomes, right? Great talent. The, the, they have a top 15 defense. They have a great offensive line. But he doesn't do it with just Tyreek Hill. He has Travis Kelsey. He has Miko Hardman. He has Sammy Watkins. He has more around him. The fucking Packers have not bought into Aaron Rodgers. I get it. He's a big cap hit, but they had the cap space to go get him a good number two receiver. And to make it even fucking worse, 
They haven't drafted a receiver in the first round. You had Elijah Moore waiting right fucking there, and you got a corner. He probably could have fucking gotten in the second round anyway. Yeah. So that is the situation with the Packers. I am totally with Aaron on this. They haven't invested in him. Yes, mm-hmm. they have put they put they are <laughs> competent. They have put good players around him, but they haven't had that win now mentality. Aaron covers a lot of flaws with this team. They don't have a great defense. They don't have a lot of great skill position people. He covers so many fucking holes. If you put like Baker Mayfield on this team, they're they're barely a 500 team with like a Baker Mayfield. But with Rodgers, you take an average to slightly above average roster and you make them fucking Super Bowl contenders. He's that level. If he went to Denver, I'm sorry, Chargers fans, we're fucked. We're lucky we get in the wild card. They're winning the division for sure because that's a talented roster. And now you add Aaron Rodgers. So now there's rumors that he might be traded. And unfortunately, the the team that has most aggressively and will continue to most aggressively pursue him is the Denver fucking Broncos. Okay. I just said a lot. I yelled a lot. Marissa, what's your take on the A.A. Ron Rodgers situation? (laughs) A.A. Ron I I mean, yeah, I agree. Rogers fucking deserves more. And he's like, you know, it's like a fucking like toxic ass relationship. Like he's like, I fuck, I keep giving, giving, you know, and I get nothing in return. That's basically what they fucking done to him. So yeah, I don't fault him at all for wanting the fuck out. Um, <clears throat> you know, I would fucking hope if if I were a Broncos fan, I would just fucking hope that they really are all in and that they're really fucking trying to get him because again how the fuck are you gonna they were they could have ha- they could have gotten justin fields if they wanted to and they clearly did not because um, they're hoping for aaron right so they're hoping they're for aaron. aaron so that's that's what i'm saying like if i were a broncos fan i'd be like you guys better wrap this shit up because that is fucking ridiculous so yeah of course you're you choose aaron over fields but just the guarantee though so you know i 100 percent see why the fuck aaron wants out but man do you think what if he just like retires and like does jeopardy yeah that's my dream scenario me too is why it's my usually why it's my dream scenario one i think it'd be great as a host of jeopardy i agree um and two he wouldn't the, the AFC West would immediately become the best division in football, hands down. It wouldn't even be fucking arguable. Because, A, just look at that division, okay? You have Kansas City and, the, and Denver, who are arguably Team 1A. That, like, okay, I would rank it. I still think the Bucks would be the best team because they're, they're just so fucking stacked. Tampa, and then I'd have, to be honest, out of the Broncos above Kansas City, I like their defense, but their secondary would be so fucking stacked because they got – um, I think Matt Fuller's his name, Matt Fuller or Filer, the guy from Chicago. <laughs> I I'm terrible with fucking names. Uh, Patrick Sertain. They still they get uh Von Miller back. They got Bradley. Ch- they have a good fucking defense. It's not great, but they got a good defense. And their weapons. They got Noah Font. They got Melvin Gordon. They just drafted a running back. They got Jerry Judy, um, Cortland Sutton. They got a lot of weapons, man. This is a talented fucking roster, right? So I'd have them above Kansas City just because I think they're a more well-rounded team. And then KC. And then the Chargers are – I think they're a top fucking – I'd put the Chargers like 12th best team in the league, a playoff team. So you have two like championship-level teams, uh, uh, on-the-rise playoff team, like a team that could legit make a splash. And then the Raiders who 
I mean, granted, they they'd be definitely fucking last place, but they're still like they're still they're not they're a five hundred team. Like that'd be the best of like right now. I still think it's the NFC West, but yeah. I mean, fuck, the AFC West would be the best division in football if Aaron Rodgers came, and the the Broncos should easily be favored to win the AFC, um, just because man, yeah. that's but that's 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 how crazy the situation is. Like Brady. Left the the um the AFC East right, went to the NFC South, where you had Breeze who was literally gonna retire. That like like we knew it was gonna be his last year, right. and then fucking Carolina who they're still rebuilding, and then Atlanta who has a who has no defense. It's not an intimidating division. You just have to get through fucking Drew Breeze. But Rodgers comes to the AFC West, and listen, the Raiders have no defense, but their offense is still really good. You have the Chargers who have a very solid defense and a great young quarterback, and then you have the Chiefs who have a solid defense and arguably the best quarterback in the fucking NFL. You're going from the the NFC North, which, I mean, does Detroit scare you? <laughs> I mean, the Bears are going to be better with Justin Fields, but like, right. they're not intimidating. And then Minnesota doesn't have a fucking defense either, right? So this is just telling me the situation is so fucked. Um Besides Denver, where do you think Aaron best fits? Besides Denver, where what what team do you think has the capital and should pursue Aaron Rodgers this offseason? If by the way, he's gonna get traded. He's gonna get fucking traded. The, the, I think this relationship's done. Like it's been boiling for a while. It's over now. We're done. Where do you think he should go? And who do you think has the capital to go get him? Honestly, I haven't even really thought about it. <clears throat> Because I just am hoping he goes to the Broncos for their sake. Oh fuck you! Why do you <laughs> why do you hate me? <laughs> I like hate me saying, I'm just saying, you know, you fucking pass on Justin Fields. I you better hope that you're getting a Rodgers in in you know you, Marissa, in place of that. Dead ass question: Would you trade Trey Lance for Aaron Rodgers? Stop. Would you trade it Trey Lance for Aaron Rodgers? I mean, what are you gonna? What are you gonna say? You're not gonna take Rodgers over Trey Lance? Of fucking course you are. But like, that's not. No, that's not. That's not happening. Um, of course I'd fucking want Rodgers. Who the fuck wouldn't? But I can I be honest with you, Marissa? I yeah. would not trade Rodgers for just. I would not get rid of Justin Herbert for Rodgers. I think Justin Herbert, literally in one to two years, could be better, if not the same level of Aaron Rodgers, and yeah. he's cheap as fuck. I mean, yeah. Have you seen Justin Herbert play? Yeah. He's a top 10 quarterback already. Rodgers had to wait years. I mean, I, I had some silly fucking people say some shit like that. Like, besides fucking Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson, you wouldn't, anyone would trade for Rod. I wouldn't. You fucking kidding me? It's like a $40 million cap hit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's true. But okay, I'm sorry yeah, to tell you off. So I don't know. No, I mean, I, I truly, I truly don't know. Um, Honestly, like, I well, what other teams has he even been linked to? Because all I've heard is the, the Raiders, Broncos, but I haven't. The oh, Raiders the Raiders. Oh. Raiders and see Seattle, I've seen, but like, there's no fucking. Way. Russ has a no. Russell Wilson has a no trade clause. I don't think he's gonna go to yeah. Seattle. But Oakland, Rodgers said he was. He was like, it'd be interesting. He said it was an interesting idea to go to Vegas. Um, I, my dream landing spot for him would actually be Oakland. Do you know why Marissa? Why? He's a massive cap hit, right? Yeah. So first off, right. I mean, I mean the, the, the green Bay is going to have to share some of that this year, but he's a pretty big cap hit. 
And Oakland still doesn't have a fucking defense. <laughs> Oakland, yeah. like, they're going to be a high-powered offense, but they're deep. Like, they don't have a – like, I think the Chargers could legitimately beat the Raiders with Rodgers. It sounds crazy, but they don't have a good defense. Like, you could beat the – the Raiders are a beatable team. Denver yeah. with Aaron, not a beatable team. They scare right. me. Rodgers right. with the Raiders, they're a tough team, but they don't – it's like, eh. Like they're good. He but, just doesn't eh. have all the. He wouldn't just. He wouldn't have all the tools around him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they have decent receivers, but it's not like. Eh. So Oakland, I think would, um, because you could just trade Derek Carr in like a like a two first rounds, easy. Yeah, this is gonna sound crazy. Fuck. What if Miami? Like, what if those is a mid season trade, right? Two was okay. not doing good. Right. Dude, Rogers with the fucking Dolphins. <sighs> Does that not scare you with that roster That'd and that crazy. coach? I think they could easily trade Tua and like Devontae Parker or Tua okay. and like Waddle, send them over to the fucking oh, back. Okay. Maybe like a first rounder. They're going to. I mean, I think you could. I'm just saying. Washington, too. I think Washington would be a perfect place for Aaron to land. I actually agree with that, yeah. That's the worst division in fucking football. And you get, and he has weapons too. He's got McLaurin. He's got Antonio Gibson. He's got that great defense. Ron Rivera is a good coach. So if I were to rank him, I'd say number one um, would be Denver. Unfortunately, that's like the best place for him to land. Fucking, I know. Fuck goes. Fuck I hope, I hope Denver is <laughs> holding their dick at the end of this year. It's like, oh, we didn't get Aaron Rodgers, and we could have gotten Justin Fields. That's what um, I'm saying. Like, I would just feel. Oh, that would be awful for them. I mean, I don't give a shit, but like, it'd be great for me. <laughs> Right. It'd be great for me if the fucking ponies <laughs> still couldn't find it. By the way, Aaron Rodgers would be like Peyton Manning, but for more years. I already had to sit through the fucking Peyton Manning years, okay? I I, I don't want to have to sit through Rodgers for fucking five to six years, you know? Right. Fuck that shit. But anyway, so I think Denver's number one. Number two, I really believe Washington would be a great fucking fit. I don't know their cap situation. I don't know their pick situation, but mm-hmm. fuck, man. Washington, it'd be hilarious if he gets benched for Fitz Magic. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, you know, maybe Miami. I'm just saying, be interesting if you went to Miami. It would definitely be interesting. And my best option, actually, my best best option is he just fucking retires and eats clay with Shailene Woodley and hosts Jeopardy. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that would be his best case scenario. Like, that would be in his best interest. Be a fun time. Yeah, but I think he's going to go to Denver. He's Aaron Rodgers. He wants to keep playing. He knows he can win a fucking another Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that on the Pat McAfee show. They were like, what what if what if they trade Justin Herbert to to Green Bay and fucking cut Aaron Rodgers on the Chargers and then then they're like nah we're joking and I was like yeah you better be fucking joking <laughs> like <laughs> to be honest the Chargers could actually easily do it the Chargers could probably give up Justin Herbert and a first round pick that's all they would need to give up because Herbert's that fucking talented and then the Chargers oh man I'm not even gonna think about it. I, I think Herbert could have a better season than Rodgers this year, though. So that's why I think it's a stupid fucking idea. Like, right? Like, like I don't think Arizona would trade him because I, I think Kyler Murray's talented. Buffalo definitely wouldn't. I don't think the fucking Ravens would. Cleveland should. 
Fuck Baker Mayfield. <laughs> like, come on, Aaron Rodgers. Can you imagine Aaron Rodgers with that goddamn roster? With the Cleveland Browns. With Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb and OBJ and Jarvis Landry and Njoku and that fucking top three O-line and that defense with John Johnson, Troy Hill, and Newsom. Come on, son. Crazy. Okay. That's enough for the Rodgers. Anything else you want to add about Aaron Rodgers? I just fucking hope. <laughs> I hope he no. retires and doesn't go to Denver. Just I, one of the two. I, I think it'd be fun for him to retire. I would love that. By the but way, yeah, we're only referring to him as discount double check from here on. Di- okay, anyway, but like, remember when Brady wanted to, you know, wanted to go elsewhere? There were so yeah. many places named. Tampa was kind of like the last thing on everyone's mind, right? It's, usually, it's the team you least su- suspect. By the way, Tampa and the Chargers were the only two teams that went after him. I'm glad my Chargers went after Brady because then we would have been fucking Super Bowl champions. But I think Brady looked at Mahomes like. Don't want to play Mahomes or Breeze twice a year. I'll take old. I'll take the old man. <laughs> but I think, man, it might be a team you like least suspect. What if, what if fucking? Oh no, he's not gonna go to Detroit. That's in division. But what if he goes to Detroit and turns it around? Or this, this, this gives oh, me God. nightmares. This gives me nightmares. Oh, Ready? Ready? Aaron Rodgers, Bill Belichick. Stop! No. No. The Patriots are winning another Super Bowl. If that happens, I'm sorry. No. They're winning another Super Bowl. If that happens. Fuck Mac Jones. You can cut Mac Jones. Cut yeah, Cam fuck Newton. Mac, yeah, nobody. Fuck knows. Mac Jones. We got Aaron Rodgers. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> oh my God! Can you fucking imagine? Did I send you? Did I send you that video where it's like, why does Mac Jones look like he's uh, about to enter the Shark Tank? <laughs> he totally did. The way he walked, he does. You put that music. It fits perfectly. Uh, <laughs> All right, Marissa. Before we wrap this up, I just want to talk Padres real quick. Um, okay. I'm gonna share my screen for this bitch because my San Diego Padres have been playing absolutely fan fucking tastic. The Padres have won seven of their last eleven games, and this is gonna be good for both of us, Marissa. Guess who is currently sitting third place in? The fucking NL West. That's right. I'm looking at my girlfriend when I say this. The Dodgers, who have lost two of, have lost eight of their last 10 games. Look at the Dodgers. Two of eight the last 10 games. By the way, Dimebacks have been playing pretty fucking good lately. Yeah. Marissa, how do you feel that the Padres and Giants are right now the top two dogs, the two Titans in the NL West? You know, so the uh, the Giants ended up taking first place, I want to say, on draft night or the next day. I can't remember. By the and way, I you're thought, lucky we didn't sweep you because then we would have been first place. Well, right. So I thought, you know, maybe a couple days. Who knows what the fuck the Padres are going to do? Who knows what the Dodgers are going to do? But the Giants held on to it for a little bit here, uh, which is going to make this weekend's series even yeah. more important. Yeah. It's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun game to watch, man. The Padres, if they win this series, they're number one in the NL West. And then this is going to scare you, Marissa, because then we got a nice, easy series with the Rockies next. We got a three-gamer against Colorado. and But then, unfortunately, we got to play Arizona, and they're pretty good. Um, I'm sorry. St. Louis. God, I fucking <laughs> yeah, was wrong. But here's the thing I like about the Padres schedule, right? The Giants, we get, we have like it's tough, easy, tough because we got the Giants, then we get the Rockies, nice and easy, then the Cardinals, then the Rockies again, and then the Mariners are gonna be 
pretty difficult. And then we got the we got a fucking rough four game stretch against the Brewers. Um, so yeah, Padres' schedule looks you know. We'll see. We'll see how the Padres do down the stretch against non. And I think like we've had such a fucking long NL West stretch. I feel like we're like mm-hmm. we either playing the NL West or the fucking Pirates, man. We have like no break. The only other yeah. like it's just ridiculous. I think besides the Pirates, the only other non NL West team we've played is the Brewers. Well, and this season too, especially. I'm assuming it's probably because of Corona, but like, there's never been like. I mean, the Giants were just playing the Rockies like last week, and they're. They just finished the, uh, the series against them today, and it's they ridiculous. just played the Padres a couple days ago. Like I think it's I think it's a Corona thing because that was never the case before. So I'm pretty sure they're only doing that because of Corona, like trying to well, limit. If, if you look down the like, stretch, they get the Cardinals and the Mariners. Right. And the it starts opening up like later. Like look, you got the Cubs yeah. and Mets. I, I think yeah. I think that's yeah. I think they're I think the thought process was yeah, keep it limited to start off, and then obviously eventually. Uh, open shit up but yeah you know the Rockies are I mean it's always it's always a fun time especially in Colorado because it's such a fucking you know it's fucking home run derby basically every fucking game so I mean it makes it interesting because it's like no lead is ever safe which I think is fun but um yeah you know I well we were talking about it before we started recording like my concern with the Giants though aside from Kapler's mismanagement which you know it's just kind of a constant issue but my concern is that like the guys that have been surprisingly stepping up are like you know guys like fucking Brandon Bell obviously Buster Posey's you know he's older even it's just like the older guys so like I I don't want to jinx a guy like Brandon Bell but like he's the kind of guy that will like do this shit like he yesterday he had a grand slam yesterday they had a doubleheader uh the game was rained out on Monday but anyways uh, Brandon Bell hits a grand slam in the first inning, and then he played in the second game in the doubleheader, and he hit a home run in the first inning too. He, I mean, he's been going off, and it like it concerns me though because he's the kind of guy that will do that shit, and then will like get injured, and he'll be out for like, a couple months. Oof. Like it's just like it's just shit like that, and so what scares me is that we're getting off to a pretty good, a better start than I would have thought. Um, but because it's a lot of like the older guys that are contributing right off the bat, it just concerns me because these are the guys that are going to get dinged up later on. And so then we're going to be fucked. But I mean, I don't know, but I mean, it's fun right now and I'm enjoying it. So I would love Padres V giants for the fucking NL West, man. The Dodgers don't even win the division. How fucking amazing would that be? Because that would be this, this whole year, like going even the season, like oh the Dodgers, they're gonna fucking win the NL West, right? Of like course. okay, we'll get them in the playoffs, right? Like we'll beat them in the right. playoffs. But the fact the Padres could legitimately be the fucking dogs in Major League. By the way, this is bad for everyone because like you'll get other divisions and like I mean look the NL Central, like I think Cardinals are gonna win. Yeah, all the Brewers got a pretty good squad, but like most divisions, they have a walkaway winner. Mm-hmm. So, I, but because the NL West has such good competition this year, like the Giants, Padres, and Dodgers are all three very good fucking teams. It's gonna, right. it's gonna be crazy to see who wins. And now, unfortunately, because we play each other so much, it's probably gonna like lower our record a little bit. So we might right. not get that great fucking seating in the playoffs. But I just love it, man. I mean, the the Dodgers, I think, are underperforming. The Giants are overperforming a little bit. Like, like they're exceeding expectations. And the Padres are doing what we wanted them to do. They're doing what they what we right. wanted them to do. 
but by the way, I just want to point something out. Look at our home versus our away. That's insane to me. The Padres are better on the road than at home. And this is this is the pro- I was telling you this before the podcast when we were talking. The Padres show the fuck up when the pressure is on. I don't know why. I don't know why the Padres only step the fuck up when like games on the line, right? Like they only make the play when they fucking have to. Like with Tatis is batting like 239, but he has eight fucking homers. Like Tatis is either hitting it out of the park or he ain't doing shit. Like it's insane to me the way this team is playing. Like they're they're fun to watch because of that. So it gives me hope that during playoffs, like we're going to be there. We're going to have that clutch kind of mentality. But it's just insane to me, man. The Padres just love adversity. I don't know why. We play better against the fucking Dodgers than we do against the Pirates. I mean, we we, we won the series, but we didn't play that great, to be honest. Um, but, man, the Padres, if you're a Padres fan, you got to be absolutely excited. We get most of our bullpen back at the end of June. Or, sorry, the beginning of June, end of May. So this team is just starting to get really healthy. Plus, Machado and Tatis have some injury concerns. I mean, they sat Machado tonight, and we still won. So this team has depth. This team is good under pressure. And, man, I would just love the Padres could fucking take the NL West. But the good thing, Padres fans, is we have won or tied the last four series. We beat the Dodgers in a series. We split it. We split a series with the Diamondbacks. We beat the Giants. Sorry, Marissa. Uh, two out of three. And then we just beat the Pirates two out of three. So the Padres, we're, we're catching some fucking heat. In the last four series, we won't, we've lost one game from each series. So, Marissa, I mean, the Giants are looking good. But I, I agree. This is going to be much watch baseball coming up this weekend. We're the the Giants are the next thing we play, right? It's not the Rockies. I don't have that yeah. confused, right? Okay. Yeah. I think the, uh, the Padres and Giants both have an off day tomorrow, and then the series starts on Friday. Ooh, my sister like is actually that. going – yeah, my sister is going to the game on Sunday, actually. Is it um, is it in San Diego? It's in San Francisco. Oh, that's good. We have an advantage then. <laughs> because the Padres <laughs> apparently do so much better on the fucking road. Um but yeah, we're gonna have a. I'm gonna watch that fucking series with with with. I'm gonna watch those fucking videos, those little highlights. I might even catch a game. Who knows? I might even listen to it on the fucking radio, like an old man. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> anyway, is there anything to add before we close this bitch out? Uh, I think that's it. I mean, yeah, a lot of it's just gonna. We're gonna see a lot of shit play out this weekend for sure. Um, and yeah, come Monday, you know, who knows what the fuck standings will be at that point i yeah i don't know i i don't know if um i thought the dodgers had some guys that were injured but i could be wrong but yeah i don't know because uh well i was telling you earlier kershaw only lasted one inning yesterday like that's fucking crazy he gave up four runs in one that's like unheard of even for like for him but it it makes me it may just makes me wonder like i wonder if he's hurt and maybe trying to play through it or some shit i don't know that's fucking it's like bizarrely bad not like him at all obviously so yeah i don't know but we'll we'll see this weekend will be fun yeah kershaw uh i would compare him to myself um in that people say like wow that was it that was kind of fast i go <laughs> uh thank god my girlfriend has her ear- airpods in oh thank god she doesn't have her <laughs> airpods in fuck 
She just didn't choose to react. <laughs> she saved the relationship by choosing not to react to that. <laughs> anyway, we're going to have some analysis of that. Um, all right, Marissa, ready for the fun bullshit ending? Ooh, ready yes. for the fun little question? Absolutely. Do you want to change the prompt, por favor? Yeah. And by the way, I got a name for it. Ready? Coach's yeah. Night Out, if you want to change that prompt to Coach's Night Out. Oh, God. Okay, hold. Coach's Night Out. Okay, ready? Yeah. You can choose three coaches, NFL or college, to go drinking with. To go drinking with. You guys get fucked (laughs) up. And then choose a place to eat the next day for hangover munchies. Actually, I'm going to make it more fun. You pick three coaches to go out drinking with in San Diego. We'll say San Diego. You okay. name the bar, and then you name the late okay. night drunchies place. Three coaches, NFL or NCAA. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm trying to think of the bar. Okay, first of all, I... <laughs> I have to take Kyle Shanahan. I have to buy him a you drink. Homer, you I Homer. I I'm not taking out you. Staley, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going. We're going. Um, I also, uh, I'm taking Bill Belichick with me. Taking old Bill because I want to see him get fucked up. He'd be such a fucking buzzkill. Let's be real. He's no, we're getting no, we're getting him fucked up. No, he is a buzzkill, and he starts off that way. We peer pressure him into some drinks. He's like, "All right, I'll fucking go." He and rides the bull, gets, takes his shirt off. Yeah, he gets fucking wasted because he probably never drinks, and it's it's a, he's a fucking mess. Okay, so it's me, uh, me, Kyle Shanahan, uh, Bill Belichick, and we're taking Jim Harbaugh because he said uh, college, and the the three or the four of us are just absolutely fucked up. Um, what bar are we at? We're somewhere, we're not even at a bar, we're at a club. We're at fucking, uh, yeah, we're at a fucking club. Have you been to Altitude downtown? I have not, but I am familiar with the downtown area. Yeah, I spent my 21st birthday there. It was fucking great. It's, uh, it's on the rooftop at the Marriott in the gas lamp. And it overlooks Petco Park. Um, it's really fucking cool. When are we going, motherfucker? Two, let's fucking go. Yeah, it's it's a really fucking cool place. Um, we should go Friday night. I'm just saying. So right. So anyway, so <laughs> so that's where we're at. Uh, we get fucked up. Bill's, you know, just sprawled out. He's fucked. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. And then afterward. <laughs> afterward for some uh wait so this is directly after that we're getting food or the next day no this is directly after okay directly after okay directly after um we're going to redford's in north park i don't know if you've ever been there it's yeah it's uh i've like growing up i've gone there it's so fucking good it's basically like a really cool fucking like 24-hour place fucking great bomb-ass food the spot, I mean, like, after every, like, Padres game I go to, like, when the Giants are count or if I'm just going, that's, like, the spot to go after. Like, I just always end up going there. Um, it's fucking, it's fucking amazing. And, yeah, you know, two, three o'clock in the morning, the place gets popping. Uh, 
really fucking cool. So yeah, that's that's the night. I like the pick. So wait, you said old Billy Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, and Kyle Shanahan. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna blow your mind. Okay. First off, oh, this is gonna shock you because Deion oh, Sanders no. is actually a college coach now. <laughs> so really? I'm taking old. I'm taking old Deion Sanders. Wow. And who did Deion Sanders play for? Them Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to take a fucking legend. <laughs> Jimmy motherfucking Johnson. Jesus. Deion Sanders. <laughs> and who's my third coach? Who do you ask? Bruce motherfucking Arians. He's from Florida, and you know that dude knows how to party. Yeah. So we got we got to make Jimmy feel comfortable. He doesn't go out often. He's, he's, right. he's, a, he's a country guy. We're going to go to Moonshiners in downtown, baby. We're going to go to Moonshine, baby. Here's why I like – I'm trying to remember if I – I've usually been fucked up when I'm there, so wait, hold on. Yeah. Moonshine – Moonshine Flats. My bad. I said the name of the place. Moon. by the way, great bar. They got, like, games and shit in the front. They got, like, fucking cornhole, I, yeah. fucking okay, beer yeah. bar. And yeah, then I in the there. back – in the so they have, like, a bar here. And then the back, they yeah. have live fucking country music <laughs> from, like – or just live music from, like, 8 to 10 – and then yeah. 10 to 12, it's a regular club with, like, fucking oots, 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 oots. So we get there early. We're doing shots. Fucking Bruce Arians having a margarita. <laughs> Deion Sanders is fucking dunking on me in fucking basketball. They got all this fun shit. And then <laughs> Jimmy's like, hey, what time's the concert? And then we go to the concert. <laughs> we're having a good time. And then fucking Jimmy's fucked up. And then finally we fucking it turns into a club. He's dancing right. some Lil Nas X. Jimmy's like, I like this fucking kid. What's his name? Lil Nas X. We right. don't tell him that he fucking gets fucked by the devil. And then fucking the hip hop comes on and we're all grooving. Bruce Aries is the chill guy. He's just in the, in the corner just chilling. <laughs> fucking me and Dion are busting it. And fucking Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson fucking pops and locks it. <laughs> And then afterwards, we Uber to one of the the best. One of the absolutely. After he's all healed up, we go to. In my opinion, this place is the best fuck dip. Has the best sauce in all San Diego, and one of the best California burritos. We go to Lucha Libre. Lucha Libre, you know about Lucha Libre. Yeah, we go to Lucha Libre afterwards, and we eat Mexican food and we have a good time. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the Double Take Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, rate, subscribe. Have a happy Cinco de Mayo, you white fucking oppressors. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Have a good time. Do whatever the fuck. Just don't call it Drinko de Mayo. That's a little offensive. Oh, just call it Cinco de Mayo. That. Yeah. Just two things. Just two things. Okay. I'm half white, half Mexican. So I'll, I can't really, I don't have all the cards, but I'll say two things. One, don't call it Drinco de Mayo. And two, it's not Mexican Independence Day. That's it. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Just, just don't do those two things, and I'm chill with you. Fucking put your sombrero on. Fucking order Mexican food. Fucking drink your tequila. Fucking watch Coco. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, <laughs> oh this has been the Double Take Podcast. Uh, Good night.